Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. John chapter 4. John chapter 4. Jesus met a woman in Samaria. A Samaritan woman in Sychar. Their conversation ensued between the two of them. At the end of the day, verse number 25. The woman said unto him, I know that the Messiah cometh, which is called Christ, when he is come. He will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. And upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man said, What seekest thou? Or, Why talkest thou with her? The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the men, Come and see, come see a man, come see a man, come see a man, which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came unto him. In the meanwhile, his disciples prayed him, saying, Master, eat. And Jesus told them that he has a particular meat, and that meat is to do the will of his father. Praise the Lord. We are talking about witnessing to strangers, part two. It's all about invitation. Conversion of a soul is by process is by what and one of the foremost processes is invitation everybody say invitation in matthew chapter 11 verse 28 before we come to our main test matthew 11 28 look at what the bible said come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. So here you see the Lord Jesus giving all men who have need of eternal help an invitation. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So Jesus himself invites all men who have need of spiritual help eternal help to come to him say invitation no kingdom business can grow or go far when we do not understand the power of invitation jesus said i invite you to come to me it is when you come that your burden will be lifted and you will receive rest so without invitation it is difficult 
for people to assess rest. In the kingdom, invitation leads to eternal rest. When someone comes to the church, comes to see Christ, and then their lives are given to Christ, and now they have eternal rest. Now, in that process, you may not always deal with familiar people. You may also deal with strangers. And talking to people about church, about kingdom, about Christ, who do not know you, sometimes can be a bit tricky. So in the first service, we learned that Jesus sat on the well to wait for this woman to come. So the first thing we do is that we have to understand that we have to be waiting on the strangers, on the people that we want to witness to. Are you here? Are you here? You have to learn how to wait on people that you want to invite to church. And that waiting is not just burning time. If we go into that waiting, which possibly will be going into some few weeks to come, let me just scratch it a little. Jesus, in verse number 6 of John chapter 4, sat on the well until the woman arrived. Now, he was the boss, but he waited for the subordinate. Obviously, he being God should not be waiting for man. But he sat there waiting for the woman to come. We are not going to be successful in inviting people to church and ultimately to Christ if we do not understand the art of waiting. The what? The art of waiting. And the art of waiting starts from the place of prayer where you pray and wait for the soul of the person intercede for the soul of the person. I think we should be talking about this more. Intercede for the soul of the person. Bible talks about until Christ be formed in their heart. Until Christ. Paul talking about um, the church. He says that ye are my sons in whom I have traveled for. That it takes prayer to bet people into Christ. That if you are have a family member or a friend or whoever, you prayer must go forth before the hearts of people can be won. Why? Because what is holding people in sin is not just lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life, or any physical... Satan is holding people. And until God intervenes to break the hold of Satan and of sin, those people will not be able... To freely come to the Lord. That is why interceding and waiting on them is very important. Waiting on the Lord for them. But if you come to just the art of inviting people to church, one of the things you need to do is the patience to wait. It's a skill. It's a capacity that you need to build. And so when you go to invite somebody, that means you have to go earlier. Like Jesus was there. He was there earlier before the woman came to draw the water. And he was sitting there comfortably. That means you have to, you yourself must be well prepared ahead of time. So if you give the person 7.30 for church, you should be there around 6.45. Waiting. Why should you be there? So that you can assist. First of all, if the person is a sleeper, you can help wake the person up too. If they and then they, they are going to come up with all the excuses, like this woman said, You are a Jew, I'm a Samaritan. We don't have any dealings. You you like going to church, Papa. I mean, I have not, I don't even have water. 
I don't, we don't even have, I, I don't even have sponge. Then you go and buy sponge. Say, see sponge, oh, I brought sponge. I even brought a gallon of water with me. So, the waiting is to help you to deal with all the excuses that could arise from you inviting the person successfully to church. And that is why if you are inviting somebody to church and church starts at 7.30, you cannot be there 7.15, 7. No, no, no. You have to be there way, way, way ahead of time. Are you here at all? Some will come up with all kinds of flimsy material. Can I help you? Can I help you iron? On campus, we'll go ahead of time and we'll iron for them. Just on bending them per skills. But when you are there to wait on them, you are able to assist in here and there to neutralize all the excuses. Some will say, my children, they are this. What is it? You are there purposefully to get a person to church. They're purposefully. And that, getting that person to church, it's part of the process of the conversion. Because some of them might not receive Christ directly from your invitation. It's when they come to church that the word is preached. And maybe there is a greater anointing in the atmosphere that the Holy Spirit will now compel them to make a decision for Christ. Are you here at all? So waiting, sometimes you, you, when you go and wait, you see there are needs that you can actually deal with to make the process smoother. And so we have to develop that skill. We have to what? Develop that skill of going early and waiting on them and ensuring that we get them to church. If you understand, say, I understand. So we spoke about a lot of them, but I want to jump to this service where I want to tackle the fact that when Jesus was speaking to this woman, at some point the disciples came back and saw Jesus having a conversation with this woman. It is difficult to invite strangers or witness to strangers when you don't have good conversational skills, good communication skills. Jesus was able to sustain the interest of this woman in the discourse until his disciples came. And when his disciples came, Jesus was still not distracted. He was still focusing on the woman. Praise the Lord. You cannot be a very good soul winner if you don't develop your communication skills. Verbal, nonverbal communication. You should be somebody who has a very good personality and can engage somebody and make the person feel comfortable. It's like you break the ice and you stay in there. You stay in there. You are talking to the person and you are interested in the person. Looking into the eyes of the person. Standing there, feeling good about yourself and making the person feel good about themselves. The woman said, we don't have anything to do. You are righteous. I'm sinner. He said, forget. Jesus didn't even bother to go in there. He said, hey. <laughs> time is coming where we worship in spirit. That all these differences will not matter. And that time is now. Praise the Lord. Are you here? So when you are talking to someone, you are inviting the person to church, immediately they think, I'm a sinner, you are righteous. And if you are not careful and they have a judgmental mind, so you are coming to judge me. You think that I'm going to hell and you are the holy one. So you need to have a good skill of neutralizing those elements. And saying that, look, it's a blessing 
It's a blessing that we go to church together. Praise the Lord. Now watch something that I saw. Verse 27 of that John chapter 4. When the disciples came back. And the Bible said. And upon this came his disciples. And marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man said. What seekest thou? Or why talkest thou with her? I mean, Possibly this is the first time they saw Jesus. Really engaging a woman. And they had concerns. But they didn't voice it. Understand the concerns of people around the, the person you are trying to invite. Now, people around may have concerns, but Jesus focused on the woman. The disciples had concerns. They did not understand why Jesus was speaking to the woman. They wanted to question, but they did not question. And one is so, I know I better now. So when you are trying to invite people, sometimes they are friends who have concern. The family will have concern. They may not say anything in your presence, and, but understand that the invitation itself will awaken some concerns. And these are not strange concerns. Sometimes we get just roped into the fact that no, people must have concern. Even the disciples, they had concerns that Jesus was speaking to a woman. Because a woman who had dated five men prior to that time and the sixth one she was living with was even someone's husband. Just what jeep powerful, powerful ingredient. Praise the Lord. May you receive that power but for one man in Jesus' name. <laughs> Yeah, we are very concerned that hey, yes, I'm a bit dangerous. I'm out of course. You're careful. You're living legend. I'm a living legend. And you know, be very careful. All right? So, but the concern, you need to focus on the soul. Tell somebody, focus on the soul. Focus on the soul. Sometimes you are trying to invite someone and their boyfriend is really, really opposing it. Why? Because they know that if they come to church, they're not going to chop them again. Challenge. Some guys who do everything possible for the girls not to come to church. Because challenge. I'm a grego. I'm a grego. One guy, one guy told me, he said, I brought this girl to church myself. It's my girlfriend. I said, sorry. And the boy came to face me. He said, ah, it's the word of God now. He said, Charlie, people be bold, though. But I, my focus was on the soul. Praise the Lord. Tell somebody, focus on the soul. There will be concerns. Some of the concerns will bring you trouble. And sometimes you see that you are inviting someone and then the boy will now raise an accusation. The thing can be giddy giddy. And now we are girl. We boy. I tell somebody that ignore all those concerns 
and focus on the soul. Jesus focused on the woman. Praise the Lord. Number four, all right? I've done a salad, so I don't really know which number, but here is number two, but I, I guess it's number four. Number four, you have to push for a snowballing invitational effect within the circles of the new soul. In verse 28 to 30, you see that when the woman was invited, the Bible said, the woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and said unto the men, come see a man which told me all things that I ever did. It's not this the Messiah. Then they went out of the city and came unto him. So I'm saying that push for a snowballing invitational effect within the circles of the new soul you are trying to win. What it means is that when the woman was invited, she went and was encouraged by Christ who went all the way to the city to invite the men of the city also to Christ. Are you here at all? Hey, are, you, are you here or are you asleep? Yeah, there's a snowballing effect <laughs> that when you invite one person, they say when one person is saved, the whole house is what? Saved. So sometimes you are trying to reach a, a particular circle of friends and then you look for the most influential person there and you invite that one to church. And then that one goes to invite the rest. It's like you have been looking for them, but you have been struggling. So the snowballing effect is that one person will recruit another, and that one will lead to recruiting another, recruiting another, recruiting another. And then by the time, you know, you've won all the circles, this woman was able to invite all the men of the city. But Jesus did not start by speaking to the men. He started by speaking to this woman, and then encouraged this woman to go. And that's why he said, now, where is your husband? Jesus was looking for the man. And the woman said, <laughs> you have gone out with five. Even the third one is not your husband. Woman said, there are some click of friends and group of networks that we can tap into by tapping into one or two people be. When we invite them, are you here at all? Invite them to church. Aggressively invite them to church. By the look, there's a brother here. The friends are all here. They used to boost together. Once the brother entered here, the, the friends went to the bar. They didn't find me. They say, and by us, you are sorry. And one of them so by so twan sorry. Just one man. So you invite somebody and you push for their friends. Praise the Lord. That's how it goes. Praise the Lord. That's how it goes. You know, you people sing all this hip life, whatever you dance, all the break. Come and let's dance in church. Come, our church, we can sing the song. It's just for Christ. But we'll give you the beat. You do all your shanku. <laughs> you do everything. Chale, it's powerful. Be praise the Lord. Push for a snowballing. Let them invite their siblings and all of that. But you see that you have to be purposeful. You have to be what? You win the manager and say, oh, how about inviting your the people who work with you in the office? You're just winning gradually, gradually. Business partners, gradually. Praise the Lord. The next one is that you push 
not just to know them, but for them to come to Christ through the church. So invitation is something that should be a priority for you if you want to win souls. You push not just to know them. Jesus did not just push to know the woman. Uh, when the woman went to the city, she just did not push to just know Christ, but also to just collect all the men in the city and bring them to Christ. So if you look at the verse number 30, then they went out of the city and came unto him. The people the woman went to speak to, they went out of the city and they came to Christ. They what? They came to Christ. So when you are talking to people, your first mind is I want to invite them, invite them, but eventually, ultimately, I want them to encounter Christ. I want them to what? I want them to encounter Christ. The last point I want to give you is that personal encounter is highly likely in a church atmosphere. Verse 40 to 42. So when the Samaritans were come unto him, come unto him, they sought him that he would tarry with them and he abode three days. And many more believed because of his word. And this is what they said unto the woman. Now we believe not because of thy saying. For we have heard him ourselves. And know that this is indeed the Christ. The savior of the world. Praise the Lord. So personal and you see that when the woman now invited them. And they came to Christ. That is church. Christ was still sitting at the well. The church at the well. Once they came there. First of all, they came because the woman told them, Chale Obama, sorry, yeah, bompa, yeah. The, the service, they be. The music, they be. The people are nice and all of that. But as they come to church, they will come and encounter Christ themselves. So it will no longer be what you said to them. They told the woman, he said, we are here not because of what this woman said to us, but now we have heard his words ourselves. And we believe, praise the Lord, so, inviting people to church. Sometimes, you hear people preaching on the social media that these days, you know, the people invite people to their church, they don't invite them to Christ. What do you mean by people invite people to church, they don't invite them to Christ? Like, what do you mean? People are so stupid. Let me say, say so. Stupid. It's like very shallow. You know, people just take anything around there and then they just want to be something. It's like social media, you have to say nonsense. The first disciple Jesus called. The other ones, they were invited. Just invited. You think that everybody can win everybody directly? So you can, you can go to your boss's office, your CEO, and say, CEO, let me tell you, it is appointed unto man to die once. <laughs> and after that, Ojim. And so don't homer Christ. There's a man here. He's in the church. He spoke to me. He said he lost his job because he tried to witness to um, a woman who eventually he realized was a CEO. And he, Mpono, by witnessing to the woman, he attacked the, the anklet. Because he had gone to read somewhere that it is a sin to put on an anklet. To our preacher. 
Ohunsa mame na shada oba na ohuna no stop e no. Share woman. Who say job and movie I anointed on him say Jimmy. Woman. Kaube kwe chile pa basadi we awode tu ne so awode wo humanyame. Mame na nka hwe shackles. Shackles of my feet so I can Charlie, somebody put in an anklet. Eh? Has nothing to do with the salvation of their soul. My position. Because we are in an environment that stereotype people who put anklet as prostitute, immoral, blah, 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 blah. Do it when you are married. If you want to do it. dangerous. The girls were high time. They used to, that's how they used to dress. But really, there's nothing spiritual about it. It's just a fashion. To me, they say, secure the marriage, secure your job. Secure, like some hairstyle you don't use for interview. Yes, it doesn't matter. They don't want it in that space. So, Chale, who be a CEO? They have to be a hairstyle. But when you are a CEO, you I don't know if I've said something. Though. Yeah. Because people will judge you for what you are not. So it's not everybody who can win someone directly. But you can even politely invite people to church. And Charlie, the presence of God plus a word that is anointed will come and the Holy Spirit will minister to the person you couldn't win on your own but brought to church and God will minister to them. So stop saying that people invite people to church, they are church. Why should I invite people to shrine? It's church I will invite people to. When I bring them, it's the work of the Holy Spirit. It is shallowness that makes you attack that kind of a thing. And uh, Andrew and the rest, they just invited their family members to Jesus. They couldn't win them themselves. This woman, he couldn't win. He brought them to Jesus. When they heard Jesus' word, they said, ah, it's too much. Praise the Lord. Tell somebody, invitation, invitation, invitation. And tell somebody that doing the work of God means that you are continually inviting people to come and encounter Jesus. That is your work. Invite them to come to church and encounter Jesus in the church. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a big clap of praise. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 177 831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.